Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You are about to experience the awe and mystery that reaches from the inner mind to the outer limits. Nerd Friendly. Geek Approved. The Riley and Kimmy Show. What are you listening to? This Remco transistor radio I made myself. Want to listen? It's a real radio and it works great. Could I build one too? Sure. Remco makes it real easy. All you have to do is put together all the parts that come in the Remco kit. The transistor, the tuner, and the separate loudspeaker for broadcasting. Can you do your own broadcasting too? Yeah, sure. I'll do the announcing with this microphone while you work the radio. This is radio station R-E-M-C-O, Remco, the do-it-yourself radio station. Oh, boy, we're radio engineers. Fellows, get your Remco radio at your favorite toy store. From $3.95 to $9.95, every boy wants a Remco toy. Oh, I sure do. I wanted my Remco toy. Matter of fact, that is exactly what we use for the Riley and Kimmy show. The secret is out. We have our Remco radio going on right now. That's right. That's right. And uh, Kimmy and I put it together ourselves, so look out. You don't know what's going to happen on this episode. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me is the person who's had a big dog nap. Kimmy! I got one name! And speaking of that Remco radio, Kimmy, I know a place we might, I'm not saying guaranteed, but we might be able to find that. All right. Yes, that's in Daytona Beach at the upcoming comic book uh, convention and toy show. They, you know, we're going to add the word toy show. Matter of fact, we're going to add the word toy, collectible, uh, let's see, pop culture, memorabilia show. All right. Yeah. That, yeah. Let's just add it all right there. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's just a Plain old fun fest for nerds. It's going to be happening on uh, June 7th. And, uh, you know, Kimmy and I had the pleasure on Sunday morning. Now, this was a, this was a rarity because the, the secret is out. You know, Kimmy likes to sleep on Sunday mornings, don't you? I mean, you like mm. to you like to uh, crawl into the cave, the back cave, and just, uh, you know, lights out and, uh, you know, call it, a, call it a day for the whole day, right? Mm-hmm. But Kimmy ventured out into the daylight and uh, spent some time with a very good friend to the Riley and Kimmy show. A very good friend of ours. Um, that is Tom, uh, the promoter of the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. Now, he invited, he and his partner Jake invited us uh, to the convention. And we are so happy to be there. And we finally got some time to sit down with one of them. They are very busy between the two of them. I'm not kidding. Uh, they they have a lot of uh, fires going on. They got pop culture playground, which is something they do with memorabilia uh, that keeps them quite active. They do shows and they're putting together their own show and they just, they're busy guys. Mm-hmm. And we, we've been trying to sit down with them for an interview for a period of time. And we finally got a chance this past Sunday morning to sit down with our good friend Tom. The Riley and Kimmy show is on location right now. We're actually out and about uh, meeting one of our friends, and that is Tom of the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. You are the promoter of the event, which is happening real soon. And first of all, thank you, Tom, for inviting the Riley and Kimmy show to your event. 
Well, we're glad to have you both there. Um, our next show is going to be Sunday, June 7th. Um, we are in a new, bigger location at Emory Riddle, um, which is the ICI building um, at 601 South Clyde Moores Boulevard in Daytona Beach, Florida. And uh, we have over 100 tables of vendors, uh, about 15 different guests that are going to be there. Uh, of course, Riley and Kimmy show. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and a costume contest, um, which we will have that will start around 2 o'clock in the afternoon at the show. Um, there will be $300 worth of prizes given out for different winners in different categories. Now, this will be open to all ages, too, right? That's correct. The uh, costume contest is for all ages. Um, we are fortunate enough that Kimmy's agreed to be one of our judges. Fantastic. And, Kimmy, you don't mind, do you? No, I don't mind at all. Okay, great. It's an honor. Well. Super. Yeah, no, it's good to have somebody as outgoing like Kimmy as one of our many judges. Um, we're also going to have uh, Joel Wankoop, who is King of the B-Movies, is one of our guests, and he will be a judge also. Excellent. And uh, along with everything that's happening at the show, between all the toys, comics, um, video games, uh, there will be records, uh, all kinds of collectibles for sale. Um, we're also doing a benefit raffle to help uh, baby Ariel, who was born with a very rare brain disorder. Um, and she needs some help to uh, get some money together so that they, uh, her family will be able to get her a vehicle to be able to transport her around. Um, so we'll have a table full of all kinds of neat stuff uh, that will be raffled off. Everything from comics, toys, um, collectibles, a laptop. Uh, bags, all kinds of stuff. Um, so there's a lot happening at the show, and we hope that everybody will be out there to, to join us and have fun. And uh, like I said, it's uh, June 7th, Daytona Beach Comic Convention, and it's running from 10 to 5. Now, how much bigger is this one compared to the previous one that we went to? Because uh, we've been to your convention before, and it was held in a different location. Now, this one, as you've stated, is bigger. Like, how much bigger is it? Just to give somebody an idea if they've been to your convention before. Uh, the last couple conventions that we had, we were 30 tables with about six-foot aisles. This is over 120 tables exactly with 10-foot aisles. So you're looking at three and a half times the size. Um, this also has a very large parking area. There will be a lot happening going on. Um, there's concession stand that's actually going to be set up there too so people can be able to purchase food and drinks while they're at the show so they can hang around even longer than, than they did the last show. Now, next, I guess we should push is I'm, I'm taking a look at the calendar here. Father's Day is just around the corner, so this would be a perfect place to take Dad or maybe you're looking for a gift for Dad, right? It'd be a great place to take Dad. Dad, Dad loves comics. Um, this this would be a, a good place to find something. Um, it's a great place to stop by if you're on your way to the beach too, and and just want to come check out the show before you head out to the beach because we are in Daytona Beach. Now, you're part of Pop Culture Playground, correct? That's correct. I am one half of Pop Culture Playground. Now, your partner Jake, which is the other half, you both handle uh, buying, selling, and trading, correct? That is correct. So if somebody has maybe, let's say, some comic books that they want to trade or maybe even sell, they could bring them to this event? If they want to come in, they don't even have to talk to Tom and Jake. There are over 50 different vendors that are going to be there. Um, some people specializing just in vinyl records. Um, there will be other people that are specialized in collectibles. Um, there are Transformer experts. There's uh, one fellow that's a G.I. Joe expert. 
So it depends on what you have and, and what you want to either buy, sell, or trade. They can bring their stuff with them, and they will have plenty of people to choose from and talk to. Now, if somebody has, I know Kimmy's went through this in the past uh, many years ago, and I was with her on this one. When her father passed away, he was like the ultimate pack rat and collector. And, but unfortunately, there was a three-story Victorian home just full of material like old look magazines and life magazines and, you know, popular sciences and comic books and, and collectibles like lunchboxes. And they didn't know what to do with it. You can handle that with Pop Culture Playground, right, if somebody has an estate? Pop Culture Playground can handle an estate. Um, we're, we are able to move a lot of different merchandise. And again, at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention, you also meet a lot of other dealers that will be able to um, either help you with one item or a bunch of items. Okay. And we have a link to the Pop Culture Playgrounds material or site and also to the Daytona Beach uh, Convention. So that's the place to you know maybe be your one-shop stop for all of this, right? That would be the place, and we hope to see everybody there. Um, if you can get a hold of Riley and Kimmy, they can help you out with some discount passes that they have. And if not, email Comics at AOL.com, and Tom can send you some passes to help get you in. And I believe one of my uh, good friends to the Riley and Kimmy Show might still have some uh, discounted passes if you're in the DeLand area. That is Carousel's Collectibles. That is correct. Um, you can stop in and see Jim at Carousel Collectibles or walk right across the street and see Cliff over at Cliff's Books. All right. Thank you for spending some time with us. And, uh, you know, Kimmy, you, you have to say thanks to him. Come on. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Yes, yes for inviting us to the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. Thank you, Tom. Oh, you're always welcome. Thank you. To go, Tom. You uh, survived the Riley and Kimmy show interview. Yes, he did. You know, Yay. if Kimmy can do that every single day, see, Tom, wasn't that oh, not hard at all? It's not hard. No, and we're 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 glad to have you uh, part of the Riley and Kimmy show and telling us about this fun event in Daytona Beach coming up on June seventh. Now, Kimmy, you got a little bit of uh, some things that are going on at the show. Some of the guests that will be appearing uh, that uh, we didn't get a chance to mention with Tom. Yeah, well, there's a whole bunch of artists. Um, Tom Lyle, Jim Fern, Austin Janowski, um, Jesse Hansen, just a whole list of artists that are going to be there. There's going to be, um, some actors, some walkers from AMC's The Walking Dead. Ooh, we got walkers who will be there. You can meet them. Chris Harrelson. Yes. Stephen Vining. Yes. And Tim Proctor. There you go. Some Walking Dead members at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be Joel D. Wynn Coop, who's a king of the B-movies. Also, M. Catherine Wynn Coop is an actress. We also have some um, authors that are going to be there. Tom Reinhardt. Joe Love- Lovies. Hope I'm saying these right. Um, and many, many more. Yes, and we have a complete list of uh, those that will be at the big Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. And by the way, if you love comic books and uh, you want to uh, uh, get something certified or talk about certifi- or certification, you want to talk about that, the Comic Book Certification Service, otherwise known as CBCS, will be there. They are graders, and they have uh, somebody right there to talk to you about that. Uh, They'll be taking submissions, witness books, being signed, and answer questions. I do believe, because Tom and I talked, um, by the way, they are an official 
and I, I want to stress this, an official grading service. Now, Tom and I talked off interview, and it, it's nothing hidden, uh, about restoration and things like that. And you can talk to the CBCS about that, you mm-hmm. know, uh, things uh, with your comic books and stuff like that. Uh, you know, there are cases where you might have something that has some wrinkles in your collection, or maybe you acquired one that way, and you want that to go away. You want it to look more, you know, pristine, I guess, or, mm-hmm. or, or, or as best as possible. CBCS might have an answer for you how to get that done. Okay? Or possibly Tom or Jake or many others right there could help you. Sort of like your one-shop stopping place, mm-hmm. you know, at this uh, big event. Over 120 tables. 120 tables, I believe, at the last count uh, at this event, which is happening on June 7th. And uh, we have some, uh, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Passes, I guess, is what he gave us mm-hmm. uh, for the event. If you're in the Volusia County area over the next, uh, oh, probably a few days, uh, I have posted something on our social media where I'll be out and about uh, giving some of those out. And you can message me directly on uh, social media. You can do that. Uh, link to us right at our website at RileyandKimmy.com. We'll set you up with some of those. Uh, also, if you are in the DeLand area, while supplies last, the, uh, let's see, the location carousels collectibles we mentioned, they do have uh, some of those as well. Stop them by and see them. And uh, by the way, carousels collectibles will be one of the vendors at this fun event. And you never know what you'll find from carousels collectibles. That's right. I mean, you never know. Kimmy actually puts me on a leash when I go in there. Well... Someone found a stomach action figure there, so who knows? Uh, who is that that found I that stomach? I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. I see that stomach action figure right here on my uh, stand right next to Kimmy, right next to my uh, Adam's Family Thing hand that mm-hmm. I have, which I'm surprised I didn't find that actually at Carousel's Collectibles. But you know what? I am going to Carousel's Collectibles in the next few days, uh, probably episode oh, five around 5, 10, 5, 11. And I will be talking to Jimmy. That's right. I'm talking to little Jimmy from Carousel's Collectibles. I'll be talking to Jim, uh, the owner, uh, about uh, collectibles and some of the things that uh, he's might, he might reveal that he's going to be you know, taking to this big event at the Daytona Beach uh, Comic Book Convention. All right. Uh, my eye spotted something at uh, Carousel's Collectibles uh, not that long ago, one of our visits, and I hope it's still there. You never know. It's one of the problems. Uh, if you see it, you should get it when you go to Carousel's Collectibles, because if you don't, it could go away. Uh, I hope to maybe pick that up on my uh, upcoming visit. Hmm. Also, my bionic eye, Kimmy, will be active at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention for Collectibles. Mm-hmm. And if you do go to the convention, which we hope you do, uh, be sure to stop by our table, and we will be recording an episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show, and you can do a show and tell with us. You can say, hey, I found this or that or whatever. Uh, we'd love to talk to you about those things, would we not? Mm-hmm. So uh, be sure to make plans. Join us. That's at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. And by the way, if you, you did hear... Uh, by the way, you did hear Tom Wright about the cosplay judge is. Uh, and yes, that is right. Kimmy is one of the judges. And you know what? I am not participating in this contest. I never You're do. Not? No, because I am one of the worst cosplayers on planet Earth because there's just no reason for that. If you could see my face, you would feel sorry for me. People who look at me, they see a mask. Artificial. But the 
face behind the mask. It's mutilated, hideous, a horrible nightmare out of which I can never awake. Yeah, that, see, that's the reason I, I, I don't, uh, you know, cosplay in competition. Oh. Yeah, that's the reason right there. You know, when you hear that, by the way, that is not, that is not Ren. Hmm. I've I've had some people they go isn't that Ren from Ren and Stimmy? No, it's not. But it's actually uh, one of the uh, uh, voices in which somebody uh, did base uh, Ren on uh, a little bit there, and mm-hmm. uh, the the late and great uh, Peter Lorre. Now, one of the things we're going to do on this uh, episode because it is a Memorial Day that we are uploading this episode, and a great way to escape and also uh, do a tribute and have fun, also at the same time on this day for the entire family is to go back in time, Kimmy, to the golden age of radio, something we do from time to time, something also called old-time radio. Radio was new. Radio, someone still loves you. And that, of course, is us, the Riley and Kimmy Show. We try to keep old-time radio alive and from time to time doing uh, classic episodes here on the Riley and Kimmy Show. These are safe for the entire family. By the way, radio was really big at one time, and it might be hard to believe, but actually something actually bigger than what television is today or even in the last 25 years. It was huge. Uh, it impacted everybody's life and at, at one time in America. It was very few that could escape from it. And, uh, you know, it was, as I said, everywhere. And if you find that you've never listened to old-time radio and this is your first exposure to it and you do like it, uh, be sure to check out A Friend to the Riley and Kimmy Show. We get not one dime, nothing, not even pocket lint uh, from this, but they do support old-time radio in a very big way. Uh, one of the ways is what they have in their library. Now, the host of who is a friend of ours, is Carl Amari of WGN Radio Theater Chicago. They have over 100,000 classic radio shows in their library. Uh, They have CDs available for sale. Also, digital downloads that they have available. Wide range of material, uh, dramas, uh, superhero stuff, actions, uh, crime, uh, suspense, mysteries. Uh, It's there. Horror. All kinds of things, including superheroes, in case I did not mention that, and comedy as well. Now, what we're doing on this one, uh, we have a lot of stuff we feature is uh, superhero-oriented and fantasy-based. But right now, uh, we're going to go a little bit on the lighter side, because it is Memorial Day. And not because we're trying to uh, trivialize Memorial Day in any way, but we thought we would give something to give everybody, like, you know, a a little uh, break from the big bad world that's around us all the time. And one of the ways to do that is go back in time with Lux Radio Theater. And they had some celebrities in their day redoing movie roles for radio adaptations. So this was not the audio from a movie or something. This was the actual radio adaptation. And often it was the stars from the films themselves. And what we have here is is two who are right now at not maybe their exact zenith, but they are white hot. I mean, red hot in the multimedia uh, outlets. And that is Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. Mm. And we have them from October 13th, 1941. Keep in mind that date. This is before Pearl Harbor that this hmm. happens. But it is, uh, you know, something that is uh, military based, if you will, in a humorous way and a fun way and anybody who's served in the military should find this 
funny and it's not meant to be disrespectful in any way. Uh, and also as a historical note with this, this show at the time period, Lux Radio Theater, was hosted by Cecil B. DeMille. Wow. Yes. Cecil B. DeMille, who had, uh, you know, no, he didn't have to do radio at all, but he loved this and he was the host of Lux Radio Theater at this time period. So we're going to go back to a radio adaptation. They had just done the movie and now they step in front of the microphone and do the radio adaptation of Buck Privates. Introduced by Cecil B. DeMille on The Riley and Kimmy Show. Radio Theater brings you Bud Abbott and Lou Costello in Buck Private. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. Cecil B. DeMille. <laughs> Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. To a producer, one of the most gratifying sounds in the theater is what may be classified academically as the ventral rhesus. But backstage, we have a slang name for it that I'll call the uh, tummy laugh. Past masters at producing this phenomenon are tonight's stars, Bud Abbott and Lou Costello, who hit Hollywood with the force of a hurricane less than a year ago. The picture that put them over was Buck Privates, which Universal made in the ordinary course of the studio schedule. Suddenly one day, everybody on the lot, from office boy to president, woke up to the fact that gold had been discovered in Universal City. Buck Privates had panned out as a bonanza. And that's the play we've picked for Abbott and Costello's debut in the Lux Radio Theater. It's a story of life in an army camp. Some highly imaginary army camp. Where a tent flap opens and Abbott and Costello blow in with the draft. But of course, any similarity between this play and life in the armed forces of the Republic is purely coincidental. Hiding behind the curtain now are Abbott and Costello, so we'll raise it. For the first act of Buck Privates, starring Bud Abbott as Smitty and Lou Costello as Herbie, with Benny Rubin as Sergeant Collins, Lynn Carver as Judy, and Gene O'Donnell as Bob. September the 14th, 1940. Congress passes the first peacetime selective training act in the history of our nation. From the farms they come, and from the factories, from quiet villages, from roaring cities, the youth of America on the march, swelling the ranks with volunteers. Step right up, fellas. Volunteers in this line, drafties over there. Keep it moving, fellas. That's an army recruiting station in a vacant movie theater with a long line of men outside. But just down the street are two boys who haven't heard the news yet. These two boys don't know what day it is. One of them doesn't even know what time it is. They're up to their old tricks, selling neckties on street corners. Now, gather around me, gents, just a little closer. Thank you, thank you, that's fine. Now, gents, I don't want to give you any sales talk, uh, but never in my life have I ever had the opportunity of presenting such merchandise. Look at these neckties. Feel that material. Uh, pardon me, will you please step aside, mister, and let that little fat boy in. Uh, like to buy a tie, Sonny? Uh, yes, sir. How much money have you got? I got in the vicinity of $28. Oh, you've got $28. In the vicinity. In the neighborhood, I got three bucks. Then you have $3. Yes, sir. Roughly speaking. 
When you smooth it out, I got a buck. Wait a minute, just a minute. Then you have a dollar. I got a dollar. All right, just hand it over, please. Thank you. The gentleman buys ten ties. Ten for a dollar is cheap. I'll take ten of them. Hey, Fatty, how can he sell ties that cheap? Oh, that's easy, mister. We ain't got no overhead. We ain't even got a license to sell ties. I get it now. You two guys are working in cahoots. The whole thing's a gyp. Those ties ain't even worth a nickel. I'm gonna call a cop. Hey, officer. Now, look what you did. Grab those ties and let's get going before the cops come. Come on, hurry up. We'll hop in that green and white taxi cab. All right. Step on it, driver. We're trying to get away from a cop. Now, ain't that just dandy, eh? Smitty, it's a cop. We're in a police car. Let me out of here. Oh, come back here. Come back here. Keep moving. Volunteers in this line. Drafty's over there. Volunteers in this line. Drafty's over there. Drafty's over there. Volunteers in this line. Oh, boy. Come on, Harvey. You got the ties? I got them. Boy, we sure got away from that dumb cop. Come on, we've got to hide somewhere. Hey, Schmitty, let's hide in the movies. What movies? That line over there. They must be going in to see a picture, huh? Looks like it. Well, let's get in line and buy a couple tickets. Okay. Excuse me, brother. Hey, what's the idea? I want to get in line. Well, get in the back where you belong. Oh, tough guy, huh? You want to fight? Take your coat off. All right, my coat's off. Now what? It's much cooler this way, ain't it? No. <laughs> Please cut it out, Herbie. No fighting. Let's get the tickets. Okay. Hey, look. Look at the way they dress the ticket seller. Like a soldier. Uh, hello, fellas. What can I do for you? Oh, that's good. We want to know how much it costs to get in. Why, not a thing, boys. As a matter of fact, we're going to give you $21. You're going to give us $21? Uh-huh. Bank night. <laughs> hey, give it any dishes away? Nope. Tin plates. Tin plates? That's a novelty, Smitty. Now we can start a new set. Sure. Oh, come on, step inside. Hurry up, Herbie, or we won't get a seat. Okay. Hey, you sure? Yeah. You what sure. picture's playing in here? What picture? You're in the army now. Oh, that's well. I never saw that picture. Here you are, Joe. A couple of new customers. Well, fine, fine. Hello, boys. Drafty? No, not a bit. You feel drafty, Smitty? Not me. I feel very comfortable in this joint here. <laughs> well, good. Now, let's get you registered. Yeah, come on. Let's get registered before the drawing starts. Ah, uh, you think you're going to win, huh, Smitty? Sure. Uh, sign right here, please. Oh, please. Oh, boy, what polite you should. Shh, quiet, please. And now, uh, let me have your signature right here, please. I'd be delighted. And I hope I win. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody is so happy around here. Well, congratulations, men. We're glad to have you in the Army. Thank you. We're very glad to be here. Why? Let me out of here! Come on, Get Get me out! A moment, you Yeah, just a moment. Oh, Smitty, the same cop. Yeah, it's the same cop. What's the matter, officer? I owe these guys a pinch. Come on, boy. Wait a minute. They're in the Army, officer. You can't touch them now. There. You see, wise guy? (laughs) So you're in the Army, eh? Well, I'm joining up myself tomorrow. I'll be seeing you, boys. <laughs> hey, Smitty, I'm laughing. <laughs> what am I laughing at? All right, men. Here are your orders. Report at the High Street Armory at 7 o'clock. You leave the railway station at nine. Until then, dismiss. What happened? The officer dismissed us. You mean we're fired before we even get started? Oh no, we have time off till seven o'clock. Hello, fellas. Got a match? Sure, here. Yeah. Thanks. My name's Martin, Bob Martin. Hiya, neighbor. I'm Smitty. This is Herbie. Hello, Herbie. Were you drafted too? No, sir. I'm an involuntary volunteer. 
<laughs> oh, uh, Martin, will you get my hat? I left it in the other room. I think you'd better get it yourself, Mr. Parker. What's that? I'm not working for you anymore. Now, look, Martin, I thought we had it understood. If we happen to get in the same company, I wanted you to keep right on with your job. I'll pay you, of course. Thanks. But we're just a couple of buck privates now. You won't need a chauffeur, Mr. Parker. All right, Martin. I won't be in very long anyhow. Maybe if you behaved yourself, I could get you out of me. Through your father, I suppose. Well, he has a little influence in Washington, you know. What do you say? I'm not having any, thank you. I'll serve my time like everybody else. <laughs> Go ahead. Mr. Parker, I've worked for you for two years, haven't I? That's right. It's been quite an experience. I've carried you upstairs and put you to bed any number of times. Yes, but why bring that up? Remember that night I froze both my ears waiting for you? And that accident you had when I took the rap and went to jail for you? Look, Martin, let's not reminisce. Yeah, but we're in the Army now, so I think it's about time I tendered my resignation. Very well, tender. Yes, sir. Would you mind putting up your hands, Mr. Parker? Anything to oblige an old friend. So long, Mr. Parker. I'll see you at camp. Well, what do you think of that? You know, Smitty... That gives me an idea. Yeah, what? I've been working for you for six years. So? Now we're in the army. Well? And it's all your fault. What do you mean? So I'm going to tender you my resignation. Herbie. Herbie. You hit me. Smitty, help me. I didn't mean it. Ah. I must be going out of my head. Yeah. You're my best friend. Not now. I didn't realize that I hit you. I don't know. Oh, Smitty. Never mind. I'll never get away with it again. I know you won't. Please, Smitty. Do me a favor, will you, Smitty? No. Hit me right in the chin and I, make me happy. I will not. Oh, Smitty. No. Don't let me go through life with that on my mind. Hit me right in the puss, will you, Smitty? Make me happy. Right in the kisser. All right. And I had a coaxing to do it. <laughs> Now. We're going to add the feminine touch. Hey, that'll make being drafted more popular. <laughs> I think it's pretty popular right now. Yeah. Cigarettes, Paul? Thanks. See you later. See you later, Judy. Chewing gum? Apples? Oh, hello, soldier. Hello, miss. Like some cigarettes? No, ma'am. Well, how about an apple? Have you got a lollipop? I'm sorry. Why, you like lollipops? Oh, I'm just a sucker for those things. Cigarettes? Apples? Hey, you know what, Smitty? Gee, she's a nice-looking soldier. Oh, stop looking at her. I was only looking at her to see if she was looking at me to see if I was looking at her. Oh, keep quiet. What do you always pick on me for? How are you doing, soldier? Oh, hello. Hello. Cigarette? Thanks. My name's Randy Parker. Hi, Mr. Parker. I'm Judy Gray. Well, see you at camp. Oh, no, wait. Don't go. Oh, but I have to. I'm on duty. A hostess' first duty is to keep the soldiers happy. I won't be unless we get better acquainted. <laughs> we'll have plenty of time to become acquainted. Oh, but I'll be out of the Army in a week. Sit down. I'm sorry. Come on. Will you please let me go? Not until we're better acquainted. Please. What goes on here? What, what's the matter, oh, Judy? Oh, it's nothing, Bob. Just a fresh recruit trying out the manual of arms. Forget it. Judy, I'm running out of gum. Do you have any? Coming, Patty. I better tell you something, Parker. Stay away from that girl. I'll pick my own company, thanks. Maybe on Park Avenue, but not in the Army. Keep away from Judy. Do your duty. 
Seven for Papa. Come on, just this once. And there they go. Ha! Read them and wheat, boys. Seven to natural. Boy, what luck. Come on, put your money down, boys. Put your money down. Hey, Smitty! Hey, Smitty! Hey! Hello, Smitty. How are you? Hello, Herbie. What are you doing? Your pal Smitty just gave us a lesson in dice. Oh, yeah? How do you like that? Playing dice on a choo-choo train? Yeah. Oh, boy. What is that? Dice. Dice? Mm-hmm. What's dice? That's a game. What dice do you mean? game. You ever play a game of dice? Oh, no, not me. You play games. Oh, I play games, but I don't play that game of dice. What do you play? I play I Spy, and I play Post Office, and oh. then I, and I play Jacks. Jacks? I'm up to my forgies. No, 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 no. This is a real game. You, you see, there's numbers on there from one to six. You roll them out. Now, if you should roll a six and a one, that's seven. That's a natural. You win. If you should roll a five and a two, that's seven. That's a natural. You win. If you should roll a four and a three, that's seven. That's a natural. You win. That's all you do is win. Well, no. Oh, you can lose, too. Well, yes. If you throw, like, two ones, that's craps you lose. If you throw two sixes, that's craps you lose. In other words, seven you win and craps you lose. And you can win and you can lose. That's all there is to it. Nice game. You want to play it? I love to. All right, there you are. There's the dice. Now, uh, uh, wait a minute before you roll them out. Of course, uh, if you roll them out and you make a seven, what do you win? Nothing. Well, now, you don't want to win nothing, do you? Not if I can help it. Well, certainly not. So I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll each put $10 down. Then when you make your seven, see, you pick up $20. Oh, we each put $10 down? That's it. But don't call this gambling, will you? No, 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 no. I don't want my mother to find out oh, about this. don't worry about that. We'll call it bank night. All right, we'll call it bank night. Okay, go ahead. Now, what do I do with these square things? You just roll them out, and if you should throw a seven, you win, and craps you lose. Throw them out? That's all. Here I go. Never played the game, huh? Put your $10 down. There you are, it's down. There you are. I mean, you had it in your hand. I want it down. There it is, there it is. Down on the floor. down now. Keep it down. All right, now, don't get it. Get your foot off it. Get your foot off it. All right, all right, all right. Stay clear of that tent. All right, there you are. It's all clear. Go ahead, roll them out. Okay, here I go. Let him go. Whee! Seven. I win. Yep. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I forgot to tell you, don't pick up the money right away. I gotta pick up the money now. Not now, not now. You pick it up later. Oh, you want me to wait until the money gets up to my chin? Uh, then I ship it down by truck. That's the idea, yes. <laughs> well, how do you like the game so far? It's good. Uh, you like it? Never played it, huh? No, sir. Mm, all right, well, what do you want to shoot for now? Fade that. Keep your hands to yourself. Now, what do you mean, fade that? Well, don't slap me in the face. thought you told me you never played this game. Well, it ain't a bit nice. Now, keep your hands to yourself. Just a minute. I, I don't you... like it, that's all. You told me... Cliff, you got no right to slap me in a push. Just a minute. You told me you never played this game. I never played the game before, and that's that. And now, keep your hands where, where they belong. Where did you get that fade that? It just comes to me out of thin air. What do you mean, out of thin air? I just thought of it, and I said it. Is it wrong? No, it's too darn right. <laughs> Are you sure you never played this game? Yes, sir. I'm surprised at you, Smitty, for you even to doubt. Doubt! All right, I did. all right, never mind. Doubt! All, all right, I'll take another chance. There you are. Roll them out. Go ahead. Forget about it. Seven you in, crap you lose. Same thing. And I want to remind you what's wrong. Now, keep your hands to yourself, because I don't well, like that. Don't thing. make those remarks. I don't like them. You can kick me. Don't slap me. Never mind. I'll use my own judgment. Go ahead. Thank you. Go ahead. Now, I throw them out again. Throw them out again. Whee! Seven again. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky. Yes. Uh, well, I guess it's beginner's luck. Yes. All right. So what do you want to shoot now? Uh, let it ride. Wait a minute. Just a minute. I'm telling you, now keep now, your hands to yourself. I don't go for that. Don't give me that. Now, come on. Now, speak up like a man. Now, boot me around, but don't slap me. Just a minute. Now, don't, now, don't go for that. Don't tell me you got I'll that out. I'll quit the Army, sir. Just a minute. Don't I resign. I
Then you did play the game. Not me, Smitty. I'm not lying. Honest. Come on, speak up. I was at the clubhouse one night. I saw a bunch of the kids. Mm-hmm. And they was all around the table, and they had lumps of sugar with some numbers on them. Yes. Dots. And they was throwing them out. And they was yelling those kind of things. Oh, oh, oh. But you didn't play in the game. Oh, no, sir. Oh. I was too young. Oh, I... I'm just a boy. No, I know that. I... They wouldn't let oh, me play. I... Well, I understand it now. It's all right. No hard feelings. No. no. Starting Tuesday, I'm going out with girls. Why, sure. Why? Goodness. <laughs> Here you are. You see, those kind of things, when I say those things, I'm at the age where I pick them up. I know that, I know that. I appreciate that, too, because you're a smart boy. You can't blame me for that. No, 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 no. Go ahead now, Roland. But keep your hands to yourself. All right, now, no more arguments. Everything's lovely. All right? Yes. Go ahead, roll them out. Same thing? Same thing. Seven you win, perhaps you lose. It's a good thing. You like it, don't you? Yeah. That's the boy. Yeah, go. See the money piling up? Yeah, in my direction, too. That's right. Go ahead. Whee! You never did say nothing about 11. Oh, that's right. Well, 11 don't mean anything. No? Mm, no. Personally, I don't know why they put those numbers on the dice. I guess they had a lot of room, so they put extra dots uh, on yeah, That's it. That's it. I'll tell you what we do. What? We'll call 11 intermission. Intermission? Say, that's a good name for it. But go ahead. I'll give you another chance. Intermission. Intermission. Now, I roll them out again? That's right. Can you give me another chance? Sure. You're a regular kid. Sure, right. Go ahead. Everything. That's over. my pal. Go ahead. Yeah, go. That's the boy. Whee! Four. Little Joe. Little Joe, huh? Eh? Right, that's right. Now, Smitty, I'm telling you. Don't give me that. I'm t- no right. more slap me in the face, now. Uh-huh. I don't go for that, that's all. Little Joe. Clubhouse, eh? I'll fix you in that clubhouse. Pick up those dice. Not until you say please. Pick them up. Say please. Pick them up. Well, it's a good thing you didn't say it. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Just before you roll them out. If you should roll a seven before you make that four, you lose. Yes, ma'am. Yes, what? Yes, sir. That's better. You've got to be one or the other. All right, never mind. Go ahead. Just roll with ice down. Don't forget, seven, you lose. Four is your point. Three. Three, you lose. How come? Well, what did you roll the first time? Four. What did you just roll? Three. Well, four and three is what? Seven. Uh, you lose. Oh, you add them up. Oh, you didn't learn that at the clubhouse, did you? You never said nothing about add them up, uh, Smitty. Never mind. Now we'll play it. Smitty's cheating. Never mind. No Smitty's cheating. No, never mind. Now we'll play it my way. You're going to use my money now? Why not? You've used mine long enough. Yes, sir. Oh, come on, put it down. Okay. Put it all down. Put, put it all down. Put it all down. Can I count it? Well, count it if you want. Twenty dollar bill, another twenty dollar bill, right. ten dollar bill, another twenty dollar bill. Yeah. What'd you throw out there? Somebody put a buck in here. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Go ahead. Here they go. Watch them. There we are, Herbie. Ah, 11. That's the winner. 11. That's, that's a natural. See, 11 is the winner. That's... No, no. Leave the money down. Now, wait a minute. Leave the money down, Smitty. Well, that's a natural. That's I mean... 11, isn't it? Yes. Intermission. <laughs> I give you another chance. Uh, you was good to me. I'm good to you. All right, all right. Here they go. There you are. Six. Six. Six is the point. Six. Here they go again. Watch them. There you are. Six right back. I win. Uh, leave the money alone. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Leave the money alone. Now, don't you lose. Money. No, I don't lose. What'd you roll the first time? Six. What did you just roll? Six. Six, six, twelve. Craps, boxcars, big bennies. Our producer, Mr. DeMille, Act Two of Buck Private, starring Bud Abbott as Smitty and Lou Costello as Herbie. The Buck Privates, 15,000 strong, have arrived at camp. They're not an army yet, but in those straggling ranks is the raw material of a mighty fighting force. On the parade ground, Company K stands at attention as an officer passes down the line. 
As I said before, I'm Captain Williams, commanding officer of this company. And I'm just as new to you as you are to me. But we all have the same job ahead of us. A great many people are counting on our success. People from all walks of life who are giving to this great national defense program just as much as you or I. No one expects you to be seasoned soldiers overnight. But we're going to do everything we can to help you in every possible way. And I believe that if we all work together, that we'll make K Company a unit of which any regiment can be proud. Sergeant Callahan? Yes, sir. Appoint acting corporals and assign the men to the tent. Yes, sir. All right, men. Count off. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. All right, all right. Who's next? Second. All right, all right. So it's me. Thirteen. Who likes a number like that? Come on, men, come on, get those bunks made up. Caps blew five minutes ago. Now get to work. Come That's on. That's a nice job, Parker. I never knew you made your own bed at home. I must have forgotten to tell you. Hurry up, Harvey. Make up that bed. Fine thing. Twenty-one bucks a month to be a chambermaid. Men, <laughs> the new sergeant. What kind of a place is this? Clean up that mess. Hey, Smitty, that voice sounds familiar. Hey, too familiar. It's that cop, the one who was going to pinch us. Come on, let's get out of here. Grab your stuff, quick. Well, well, look who's here. So you two boys are in my section, eh? Not anymore. We're resigning. Come on, Herbie. There you Where do you think you're going? To collect my social security. You can't collect your social security until you're 65. Seeing you, I age 35 years. <laughs> Put that grip down. Put it down! All right, all right. I'll go over there and climb into that bunk. Sergeant? Yeah? I got a confession to make. Well? I ain't got my nighty on yet. Get in that bunk! All right! Smitty. I don't think that guy likes me. What? Hey, you. What's your name? Parker. Where did you learn to make up a bunk? Military school. Why didn't you tell the first sergeant? He might have made you an acting corporal. You can have the whole army. By next week, I'll be through with it. Ah, uh, you're the one they've been talking about, eh? The dude with all the drag. That's me, Sarge. Well, drag yourself into that bunk. You got a long day ahead of you tomorrow. And everybody, quiet. Stay that way. Sergeant? Yeah? Will you tell me a bedtime story? Yes! All right! And this is the recreation hall. Soldiers are privileged to come to the recreation hall whenever they're off duty. You know, it's very nice of you to show me around, Miss Cray. Yes, I'm sure you had never found it yourself, Private Parker. Oh, never. Look, Judy, I want to talk to you. How about forgetting what happened at the station? I've already forgotten it. Well, it was your own fault, you know. My fault? Certainly. You shouldn't be so beautiful. <laughs> hey, Private Parker! Yes? Private Parker! I got a message for you. Captain Williams wants to see you. Oh, that's fine. Maybe heard from the old man. I better go, Judy. Of course. Uh, you wait here. I'll be right back. Say, Herbie, who gave you that message? I happen to know that Captain Williams just left camp for the weekend. I got a message for you, too. You have? That guy over there, Bob Martin. He wants to see you. Okay, Herbie, I'll take over now. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Say, what is this? You may not know it, but you've just been rescued. I've what? Mm -hmm. The captain doesn't want to see Parker, but I want to see you. Oh, the old army game, huh? Come on outside, Judy. I want to show you the moment. All right, Bob, but I've got to come right back. Oh, boy. I feel just like Cupid. <laughs> oh, there you are. Hiya, oh. Herbie, old boy. Hiya, Smitty. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You know, you're looking great, fella. You know, I was just standing over there thinking, now there's a real soldier. 
Y- yes, Irby, you are, really, Irby. You look swell in uniform. You know I'm proud to be your friend. You can stop right there. I ain't got a penny. No, no, not no, a penny. No, 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 Harvey. Every time you talk like no. that's gonna cost me something, no, brother. Wait a minute, Herbie. I didn't ask you for any money. I know, but you got that look in your eyes. No, 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 no. Did I ask you for any money? Now listen. You cleaned me up in that crap game, didn't you? You gave me a lesson, that's all I know. No, by the way, will you do me a favor? Here it comes. I know it. What is it? Herbie, I'm broke. Throw me a few bucks, will you? How many bucks is a few bucks? Very little. All I need is $50. $50? Mm-hmm. Smitty, I, I can't lend you $50. Oh, yes, you can. No, I can't. All I got is $40. No, all right. Give me the $40. Okay, here. Fine. Now you owe me 10 Okay, I owe you 10 Mm-hmm. All right. Wait a minute. Smitty, how come I owe you 10 Well, what did I ask you for? You asked me for $50. And how much did you give and me? And I gave you $40. So you owe me $10. Excuse me. That's right. That's okay. <laughs> Why, you owe me 40 No, 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 no. Don't change the subject. I'm not changing the subject. You're trying to change my finances. Come on now, Smitty. Give me back my $40. No, right here. Take it. There's your $40. Now, give me the $10 you owe me. Okay, here. I'm paying you on account. On account? On account? I don't know how I come to owe it to you. Oh. <laughs> if that's the way you feel about it, that's the last time I'll ever ask you for the loan of $50. Just a minute, Smitty. Nah. Don't get sore at me, Why will not? You? How can I lend you $50 now? All I got is 30 mm, Well, give me the $30 and you'll owe me 20 This is getting worse all the time. What do you mean? First I owe you 10 now I owe you 20 Well, why do you run yourself into debt? I'm not running in. You're pushing me. <laughs> I can't help it if you can't handle your finances. I do all right with my money. You're doing all right with mine, too. Now, wait just a minute. Now, look, I asked you for the loan of $50, and you gave me 30 So you owe me $20. 20 and 30 is 50 No, no, no. 25 and 25 is 50 All right, all right. Here's your $30. Now, give me back the $20 you owe me. I don't know. Something's wrong. I don't know what it is, but something's screwy. You're a fine guy. Hold on a pal, $50. How can I lend you 50 All I got now is 10 Well, listen, to show you that I'm your pal... You want to double that money? Goodbye, Smitty. I'll see you around. Now, wait, now, listen, listen. Go on, go listen, on. I'll just, see you some other time. Just go a on. Minute. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want that kind of money. On the up and up with me all the time. You know that. Now, look. Take a number. Any number at all from one to ten. And don't tell me. I got it. Is the number out or even? What's three? Now, don't Ooh, tell I me. I told him. I told, I told you not I'm to tell you. I'm not supposed to tell you. And I told you. See, I don't want that kind Ain't of... I truthful? I don't want that kind Ain't of... Ain't I truthful? That's right. I don't want that kind of I money. I shouldn't tell him. No. I'm truthful, though. I, I know, but I'd be cheating you that way. Yeah. Right, now, I... come on. Now, let's start all over here. Let's start all over. All right, now, take a number. I got it. Now, is the number odd or even? Even. Ah. Is the number between one and three? No. Uh, between three and five? I think I got him. Is the number between uh, five and seven? Yeah. Number six. Right. All right, I win. Give me the ten. Thanks, Herbie, old boy. Thanks a lot, honey. How did he do that? <laughs> Come in, Parker. Hey, you're not here to see Captain Williams again, are you? No, sir. I'm supposed to see the general this time. Uh, just a minute. Private Parker's here, sir. Oh, yes. Send him in. Private Parker reporting, sir. At ease. Well, Parker, I believe you know this gentleman here. I believe so. Hello, Dad. How are you, my boy? Well, let me see you. Well, you're looking better than your letters indicated. I feel fine. I thought you'd forgotten about me, Dad. Did you fix everything up in Washington? Well, I had a little difficulty, but everything is arranged. Oh, that's fine. Uh, why don't you take a look around the grounds while I get out of my uniform? No, I can't, Ron. Why not? Because I have to return to Washington at once. And because you're not getting out of that uniform. But... But you just said that you... And I just fixed everything up. 
Well, I have. Parker, it seems that your father has a little more respect for army life and army institutions than you have. Excuse me, sir, I don't understand all this. It's not very difficult, Randy. This camp may be short of a sport roasters and chorus girls, but it's excellently equipped to make a man out of a playboy. You're going to stay here and put in your time. And you're going to like it. Right here, Sergeant. Smith, you seem to know what this is all about. I want you to take these men and work with them all day and see if you can work some sense into them. I'm exhausted! Yes, sir. Oh, boy. Hi, Smitty. You're going to be the captain, huh? Detail. <laughs> Attention. It's all right, fellas. Don't get nervous. He's my pal. Anything I want to do, it's okay with me. You? Wipe that smile off your face. Are you kidding? Attention, you. Oh, pal. It's me, Fat Herbie. Quiet! more worried out of you, and I'll slam you into the jug. Okay. Smitty, you want to be a big man? You want to be the captain? Shut Go up. ahead. Get a captain. What are you a general. What are you doing? You're a commander. What no, are you I'm doing? promoting you in a hurry. What are you doing? What am I doing? What are you doing? I'm talking to myself. I don't talk so loud. Well, I got to hear what I got to say. Quiet. <laughs> Count off. One, two, three. Bingo. Stop it. <laughs> you behave yourself. You understand? I won't warn you again. I'll get your chin up. Get it up. All right. Don't hit it. It's getting get up. It don't up. hit it. What do you hit me under the chin for? I'll do as I want. Throw out your chest. Huh? Throw out your chest. Oh, yeah, well... Throw it out. Get it out. Way out. Way out. Way out. Throw it out. I'm not through with it yet. Quiet. <laughs> what kind of talk you give me you here? You just keep quiet. I'll do the talking. Go ahead. You do the talking. Go That's ahead. That's right. Hey, report me. Go ahead. Never mind that. Put me in a brig. I don't I'll care. put you someplace. Right shoulder. Arm. I said right shoulder arms. That's your left shoulder. I'm left-handed. Get it over there. It feels better over here. Get it over there. <laughs> Never saw such a temper on a guy. Big man. Quiet. Okay, it's over there. Keep quiet. It's over there. I put it on the other side. Now keep it over there. What difference does that make what side you put it on? The Leave it over there. to come out the same way Never anyway. mind that. What I know about a gun anyway. You I don't know told. anything about a gun. You were told how to handle a gun. Gives me a gun. He says, go ahead, shoot it, Will. That's all you have to do. Three million guys on the other side. I gotta pick out a guy named Will. Here I know. Why don't you give me a gun like that Sergeant Collins has got? What do you mean? He's got a nice gun. Shoots bullets for three miles and throws rocks the rest of the way. You just <laughs> detail. Left shoulder arms. Right shoulder arms. Left shoulder arms. Right shoulder arms. Left shoulder arms. Right shoulder arms. All right. All right. All right. Make up your mind. I'm going home. Uh, come back here. Come. I forgot something. I'm going home. What'd you forget? I forgot to stay there. Never mind that. Get with it. Right shoulder arm. Left shoulder arm. Right shoulder arm. Left shoulder arm. Right shoulder arm. Left shoulder arm. Do what you're told. What do you think I'm toting here? A machine gun? Quiet. It's discouraging. Quiet. Present. Arm. Okay. Take it. What do you think you're doing? I'm presenting it to you. I don't want it. Go on, take it. You I don't want it. it. You asked for it. No, I didn't ask. Well, then I don't want it either. Now Throw pick it up down. That gun. Pick up that gun. Take that gun up. Pick it up. Not until I get ready. Pick that gun up. 
I said not until I get ready. And I said pick that gun up. I think I'm ready. I think you're ready. And stop pointing that gun at your temple. Oh, you don't have to worry about that. Why not? It ain't loaded. Look. See? Herbie, take that gun away from your temple. Somebody get scared. It ain't huh? loaded. Look. Herbie, drop that gun. Okay. Herbie! 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 Don't faint! Don't faint, Herbie! It's too late. Hello, Judy. Oh, hello, Private Parker. You going my way? Thanks. No, I'm waiting here for someone. Oh. Well, if you're waiting for Private Martin, I'm afraid he won't be able to keep his date with you. Oh. Oh, I think I understand. The uh, captain wanted to see him? Uh, not exactly. He's shooting with the company rifle team, and they're having some sort of a contest. Oh, yes, I heard. With those boys from Tennessee. But I thought you were the star of the team. Well, I was until this morning, and then the strangest thing happened. My wrist. I could hardly move it. I told Captain Williams about it, and he replaced me with the sixth man on the score sheet. Oh, and uh, Bob was the sixth man, of course. <laughs> of course. Well, how does your wrist feel now? Why, it's much better, thanks. In fact, it's completely cured. In other words, you walked out on your teammates just to chisel a date with me, is that it? Well, you're a lot more attractive than a target. I think you ought to know something, Mr. Parker. I don't think it will matter to you, but the men you sold out bet every cent they had on the team. That means on you. They did? They never mentioned it to me. They... All right, I'll make their losses good. With what? Money? What else can I do? It's just that easy for you, isn't it? Well, I'll tell you one thing. There's no price tag on loyalty or friendship. I didn't ask for this uniform. Why should I take it seriously? After what you did today, the only friend you'll have in camp is a guy that looks at you out of the mirror. And if he had any sense, he'd keep as far away from you as I'm going. Wait a minute. Judy, wait. Yeah, We'd have won if Parker had shown up. Yeah, that gag about hurting his hand, that was a hot one. Uh, Cost me every nickel I had. Yeah, I bet ten bucks on that guy. Let me see, ten out of twenty-one? I ain't gonna get rich that way. Hello, fellas. I'm sorry we lost the rifle match. What do you mean, we? I want to make your losses good. Just tell me how much you dropped. I think I'll take a walk. There's a strange smell around here. Oh, wait a minute. I said I was sorry. What do you want me to do? Backflips? Yeah, wise guy. And we're just the boys who can flip. Don't no. you suck him, Harry. I had that pleasure myself once, and I'd like another crack at him now. All right, Martin. Let's go. Come on, go, go get him. Oh, wait. Don't fight. Don't fight now. Oh, stop. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Ah, uh, don't interfere, Herbie. I got to interfere, Smitty. Somebody's going to get hurt. Stop. Will you follow us before somebody gets hurt? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, Herbie. There, you see? He got me. He socked me right in the eye. I told you not to interfere. Look out, fellas. Here comes the sergeant. What's going on in there? Hey, boys, cut it out. Sarge. Jiggers, jiggers, the sarge. What is this? What's the matter in here? Nothing at all, Sarge. Nobody was fighting in here, honest. No? no. Then how'd you get that black eye? What black eye? Have I got a black eye? Listen, you. I don't know what's going on in here, but I'll bet you're in the middle of it. You said it. <laughs> or you'll find yourself on KP. Now, I want it quiet in here. I don't want to hear another peep out of you guys, or there's going to be trouble. What an army. What a sergeant. Give me liberty or give me death. Benjamin Franklin, or vice versa. All right. I'm getting sick of it, all Smitty. All right, all right, all right. I don't know why he's always I'm, picking on no, me. No, don't, don't feel so bad, please. That Here. guy sucked me right in the eye. Well, it's your own fault. Not around it, mind you. Right in it. I know it. Here, Herbie. You can listen to my radio. Thanks, Smitty. It's all right. You're the only friend I got around here. Who's doing that? Who's playing that radio? Nobody. It's playing by itself. Well, turn it off. Turn it off? All right. The men have to get up at 5.45 in the morning. Now, keep it quiet in here. 
See, Smitty? See what I mean? Go on and play the radio. Now, wait a minute. You heard what the guy said. He said, keep it quiet. Well, Don't we... play the radio. Oh, what are you worrying about? He's only the sergeant. What's the matter? Are you scared of him? No. Go on, play the radio all you like. Play it loud. Okay. What did I just tell you? Didn't I tell you that the men were sleeping? Didn't I tell you they've got to get up at 5.45 in the morning? Now don't play it. Okay. Any more noise in here? I'm going to get good and sore. Now quiet. Go on and play the radio. Smitty, the man said, don't play it in parenthesis, he said it. Go on, go on, play the radio. Listen, you're an American citizen, aren't you? Yes, sir. And this is a free country, isn't it? Sure. And what are you worrying about? Go on and play the radio. If he comes in here again, I'll tell him off. You will? Sure I will. Don't forget now, tell him off. You just leave it to me. Shut that thing off. Shut it off. Listen, you. Go ahead, Smitty. Didn't I tell, tell you not to play that thing? Didn't I tell you that the men were asleep? Smitty, no. what are you going to tell them? Shut up and you listen to me. Wait a minute, Sarge. My friend's got something to tell you. Smitty! He ain't going to tell me anything. He's asleep. Asleep? Smitty! Smitty, wake up. Don't go to sleep on me in a time like this. Smitty! Leave him alone. Okay. <laughs> now, look, you. I'm going to give you one more chance. But don't get funny, see? All right. One more crack out of you, and I'll shake you up like a terrier shakes a rat. Yeah. I'd like to see you do it. Oh, you never did me! Never did me! I didn't say a thing, brother! I heard you. You said you'd like to see me do it. I didn't say that. No, I didn't. Well, who said it then? Who said it? Smitty, wake up, will you? Wake up! Leave him alone. Mr. Sarge, he wants to tell you something. Shut up. <laughs> Smitty! Hey, quiet with that whimpering. Now, look, you. Close your mouth. I can't. <laughs> Getting very annoyed with you. <laughs> Why don't you behave? Why don't you be quiet like your buddy here? Yeah, he's quiet, all right. But he talks in his sleep. <laughs> now remember, don't open your mouth, because if you do, I'm going to close it for you. Now, this is your last chance, buddy. All right. One more wise remark, and I'll punch you right in the nose. I'd like to see you do it. Oh, yeah! For station identification, this is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Now, Mr. DeMille returns to the microphone. Curtain rises on the third act of Buck Privates. Several weeks have gone by, and the boys from Company K are rounding into form. The sergeant says that some of them are born soldiers. But the two of them never should have been born at all. He refers, of course, to Herbie and Smitty. Now in the recreation hall, there's a boxing match about to begin. Our two buck privates are in the front row. Just a minute, men. In the next match, Private Bill McGuire of L Company challenges any man, particularly any man from Company K. Wait a minute, just a minute. All right, men of Company K, are we going to let him get away with that? No. no. Are we? No. Certainly not. Somebody from our company should volunteer to fight him. 
Atta boy, Herbie. All right, boys. Okay, we've got our volunteer. Let's go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What volunteer? Who volunteered? Why, you did, Herbie. That was only a suggestion. Come on, come on. Take off your shirt. Wait a minute, Smitty. Stop. I don't want to fight that fella. I ain't even mad at him. You mean to say you're scared of that little guy over there? I mean to tell you that I am. Don't be silly. Here he comes now. Look at him. Oh, hello, soldier. Hey, who are you? I'm the fella you're going to fight. May the best man win, old man. Smitty! So long, sir. Is that the guy? That's the guy. How much is he weigh? Oh, 118. 118? Yeah. Let me at him. I'll murder the brute. Sure you will. Hey, Smitty. What? I can picture myself now. The whole place is crowded. Yes. I'm coming down the aisle. Yes. I jump in a ring. Boy. I throw off my robe. Yes. And the whole crowd lets out a terrific roar. Well, what happened? I forgot to put on my pants. <laughs> Time for trunks. Sit down in this corner. Let me at him, will you? Now listen, kid. When you get out there in the ring, when you get him out there alone, you understand? Give him that old one, three, one, three, one, three. Yeah. What happened to two? Two you get. That's what I was afraid of. And there's been a little change. A change, he says. Private McGuire's been taken sick. We're going to substitute Roaring Bill McGonagall, former contender for the heavyweight championship of the world. Let me out of here. Uh, Get me out of here. Sit down, sit down. Smitty, don't hold on. Let go. Stop it. You can't run now. Just give me a chance to watch me. Now, listen, you're staying right here now. Quiet. All right, Herbie. Step up here. I'm refereeing this bout. Oh, that's fine. McGonagall, come here. Where's the guy I'm going to... Let me out of here. (laughs) Put them in little pieces. This is the guy right here. Him? <laughs> oh, Smitty! Uh, I'm getting out of here before they take me away in a white wagon. You mean an ambulance? I don't mean the good humor, man. <laughs> All right, boys, you know the rules. No holding in the clinch. break clean and no hitting below the belt. You mean I can't hit him like that? Ow! No, no, you can't hit him like that. And you cannot do this either. Oh! <laughs> oh, but I can do this. Can I? Oh, that's killing me, Smitty. Yeah, all right, but you cannot do this. Oh! All right, now, shake hands, boys. I don't have to. My hands are shaking already. Now go back to your corners and come out fighting. Now, oh, go ahead. Right after him, Herbie. Stop the fight. Stop the fight. Well, what's the matter? I'm winded. Get in there and fight. Herbie. Herbie. Herbie, why don't you stop some of those punches? You don't see any of them getting by, do you? Hey, Smitty. This guy is yellow. What's the matter? He won't come down on the floor and fight like a man. Get up. Come on, get up and fight. You can't lose. You've got a horseshoe in your glove. Then that guy must have the rest of the horse in his... Wake up, pal. Wake up. Oh. Wake up, Harvey. Wake up. That's the boy. Is it over? Mm, it's all over, pal. You know something? I hear birds singing. Well, sure. It's morning, pal. Oh, morning? Mm-hmm. What morning? Tuesday. What day was the fight? Friday. Friday? Mm-hmm. I had a long rest, didn't I? Everybody out. Roll out. Come on, Harvey. On your feet. 
Company K, full marching order in 15 minutes. Yes, sir. Company K, full marching order in 15 minutes. Hey, what goes on? We're going on maneuvers. What's maneuvers? It's like a sham battle. A sham battle? I should have stayed in bed. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience. This is Terry Manton, speaking to you directly from a central observation point for the most extensive army maneuvers ever attempted by the United States in peacetime. From my post, I can see several miles of the battlefield. I'm looking through my glasses now towards Skyleton Cliff, one of the points of defense for the Blue Army. It's a huge hill of granite with only one possible means of approach, the west side. The other sides are sheer drops of 100 to 200 feet. It's a neat problem for the Red Army. And now I'm looking down... Keep walking. Hey, I can't walk no further, Smitty. My feet are killing me. No wonder. You've got two left shoes on. Is that wrong? Oh, certainly. Why, you're dumb. I don't know what's wrong with you, Smitty. You certainly are dumb. Well, and to mean? prove to you how dumb you really are, suppose you had $10 in one pants pocket and $5 in the other pants pocket. What would you have? The captain's pants on. No. Two <laughs> answers. Ask me something with a little sense to it. Will you answer it? Yeah. All right, look. All right, say, say you're 40 years old. You're 40 years old and you're in love with a little girl, say, 10 years old. This one's going to be a pit. Now, wait till I finish it. Now, now I'm going around with a 10-year-old girl. Well, wait a minute. They've got a good idea where I'm going to wind now, up. just a minute, just a minute. <laughs> you're 40 years old and you're in love with this little girl, 10 years old. Now, you're four times as old as the girl. You couldn't marry her, could you? Not unless I come from the mountain, Dallas. <laughs> you're 40, she's 10, you're four times as old as the girl. So you wait uh, five years. Now the little girl is 15. You're 45. Now you're only three times as old as that little girl. So you wait 15 years more. Now the little girl is 30. Now you're 60. Now you're only twice as old as that little girl. She's catching up. Uh, yeah. Now here's the question. How long do you have to wait before you and that little girl become the same age? Now wait a minute. See, the whole thing is ridiculous. Nothing ridiculous. If I keep what? waiting for that girl, she'll pass me up. What do you mean? She'll wind up all in my hand. What are you talking and about? And she'll have to wait for me. Why should she wait for you? I was nice enough to wait for her. <laughs> Smitty, come on. Hiya, Randy. What's cooking? Listen, you fellas have got to help me. Bob Martin's up on Skylerton Cliff. What's he doing up there? He tried to climb up and pull a surprise attack on the Blue Army. He got halfway up and slipped. Wait a minute. Don't tell me. I can't stand it. No, he's all right, but he twisted his leg or something. He's stuck on a ledge up there. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to climb up to the ledge of the rope, but I'll need some help. Somebody's got to climb up with me. Now, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be, Herbie? Well, here we go again! <laughs> Down, Martin. Can you hold on a little longer? Sure. Smitty. I'm right down here. Come on, you're doing fine. Hey, Herbie, hold on to that rope up there. I got it! Watch it, Smitty. Well, we made it. Martin, are you all right? Sure. I'm fine. Come on, I'll get you back to camp. You just about saved my life, mister. Well, get it. We're in the army, aren't we? Anyway, I didn't want to see you miss that date with Judy. Well, maybe we... Ought to keep it together, huh? Thanks. Come on, let's go. Hey, Smitty! Watch out for the rope! Hey! What are you doing up there? I'm throwing the rope down! Look out! No, 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 no! Wait! Wait! Don't show that rope! Look out below! Look! Listen, you dope! How do you expect to get down without the rope? I never give it a thought! Smitty! Kirby! Kirby! How did you get up in that tree? How did I get up in the tree? I sat on it when it was an acorn! <laughs> Thank you.
Randy Parker. Hello, Randy. Hello. Come on, I'll buy you soda. Soda nothing. I'll buy you a man's drink. A double mocha. <laughs> I thought you guys were broke. Broke? Hey, does this look like we're broke? Look at all that dough. Oh, where'd you get it? Well, we just about busted the Blue Army at 10 to 1. Hey, Randy, when are you getting out of the Army? Oh, I thought I changed my mind about that. I'll get out when my time's up. That's the stuff. Hello, Randy. Oh, hello, Judy. I've been hearing things about you from Bob. May I have this dance, soldier? May you have this... What are we waiting for? <laughs> Come on. Very nice guy, that Randy. Yeah, you know, that's really something, overcoming the handicap of being a millionaire. Gee, Smitty, I wish I was handicapped like that. Well, well, boys, how are you? Hey, did I clean out the Blue Army? Look at the dough I have, fellas. Hey, that's not bad, Sarge. Go on, Herbie. Show them what we won. Yeah. Hey, Sergeant, look what we won. Well, that's quite a roll, too. Say, uh, Herbie, tell me, did you ever shoot dice? Dice? Yeah, dice. But you know, it's a little game. No kidding. Yeah, would you like to step outside with me for a minute? Thank you, Sarge. I would be very happy to accept your most cordial invitation. Herbie, how can you do it? <laughs> I'm a bad boy! Just a moment, our stars will return for their curtain call. Now, here's Mr. DeMille with our stars. Cabernet, Pension, Privates Abbott and Costello. Step forward for a curtain call. Gentlemen, you gave a distinguished performance. Distinguished? No, wait, no, 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 no. Yeah. Abbott, what kind of talk is that? No, 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 wait Is that French or something? No, 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 no. Mr. DeMille means you were great. You were terrific, colossal, stupendous. Only fair, huh? I, no. <laughs> oh, no, Lou. Lou, tonight you take your place in the Lux Radio Theater beside such artists as Irene Dunn, William Powell, Myrna Loy, Ronald Coleman, and Hedy Lamar. I take my place beside them? That's what he said. Right next to Ronald Coleman. You can be next to Ronald Coleman. I want to be next to Hedy Lamar. <laughs> Lamar! All right, all right. Oh, Lou, Lou, please. Remember, you must be dignified now that you're a great actor. I beg your pardon. I am sorry. Woo! Get the talk on me. Woo! You, you should be sorry. I'm a bad boy. I'll never win the Academy Award. Of course not. Who? I'm answering for you, Abbott. Oh, of course not. not. <laughs> uh, the the Academy on, Award. On. The Academy Award usually goes to a great dramatic performance, Lou. You're a buffoon. Now, listen here, kid. No more cracks nah, like that. Yeah, now, nah, wait a minute. After all, Mr. DeMille, I don't go to nah, that, that nah, kind of stuff. Now, nah, wait a minute. You don't I, I may know. be a little chubby, but I'm no, no buffalo. Nah, I mean... I mean, but the kid made a remark. He nah, told me I'm a buffalo. Nah, wait, he did nothing of the kind. He said a buffoon. He means you're funny. Comical. Uh, I, I, I'm afraid he's impossible. I, I wash my hands with him. I knew he'd get lux in here somewhere. Nah. <laughs> you win, Lou. Good night, Good night folks. <laughs> Good night. You tell Tyron Power you're available. Our sponsors, join me in inviting you to be with us again next Monday night. This is Cecil B. DeMille saying goodnight to you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.